0: Yeah, very difficult in New Zealand because we haven't got any grounds to, to be able to do that. So uh, I guess if there are grounds available, then then it has to be considered. Um, I think as a spectacle, though, we still consider cricket to be played as a, an outside game and, and played in the sun as much as we can. So uh, I think you still want to be able to make that happen wherever possible. I think this is one decision that has to be taken by, you know, the boards. Uh, as a As a player... Obviously, and as fans, it's very irritating to uh, go in and out and having so many games being affected by rain. But I don't know how I can, you know, make a difference or take a stand for it because it is a big decision. Uh, Playing indoors would be a bit difficult, but, you know, obviously having roofs or having closed roofs would would be good.
1: Yeah, it would be good. It would certainly uh, make life a lot easier for the groundsman, although you don't get the sun on your back, as uh, Gary Stead was alluding to there as well, I suppose. It's uh, something else to, uh, to to take in uh, to account. Uh, joining us now is a former White Ferns captain and current Northern District's uh, team manager as well, Maya Lewis. G'day, Maya. How are you? Oh,
0: kia ora. I'm great, thank
1: you. That's a story, mate. That's a story. That was, uh, yeah, post the... The uh, Hamilton game that was rained out, of course, yesterday, that was Gary Stead and Shuman uh, yeah. Gull talking there about that. Now, I don't know uh, your thoughts. Obviously, in New Zealand at the moment, the only roof stadium we've got is in Dunedin, and that's not really built for cricket. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not realistic, is it? I mean, maybe that's something that Canterbury can look at with their building their new stadium is to get one that could go both ways uh, for cricket and for football or, or rugby. But uh, it's a, I think it's a pretty expensive exercise to build a roof stadium.
0: Yeah, I mean, I suppose you'd want it to be a multi-sport facility so that you get the best bang for your buck if you're going to do that. So, um, look, I mean, it's an exciting prospect but an expensive one and you've just got to weigh up whether it's worth it, to be honest.
1: Yeah, and that's the that's the thing. I mean, uh, I, I, you're never going to get a roof on Eden Park or Sky Stadium, are you? I, I, I don't think. So maybe it is something they can look at. But what that adds to the cost, because uh, you got to think about the dollars up front as well, uh, will remain to be seen. But, my, I got wanted to get you on, because uh, you. how long ago did you retire from, uh, from first-class cricket?
0: A uh, very long time ago. Uh... Like uh, 2005
1: was the last World Cup I was involved with, and then I retired after that. Yeah, and uh, you had to uh, kind of uh, temporarily come out of retirement as a sub fielder <laughs> on the weekend for ND. How did that come about, mate?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, so a couple of our key players, our uh, captain Brooke Halliday, uh, got a knock on the thumb, uh, so we got our twelfthy on, and then I had to start running drinks because I'm actually, I'm um, both of our other our coaches are males. Uh, and our other head coach Joe Joe is in Australia at the moment. So um, I was sort of the, the cap off the rank after the players. Um, and and then our wicketkeeper, Bernadine Behaten-Hook, uh, did a quad as well. So I was running drinks for a little bit and then had to scuffle into the changing room and trying to find some kit from the girls of my size, which was not really possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... So squeezed into a, a very tight playing shirt, a Katie Gary playing shirt, and was about to jump on the field with my fan shoes on. And uh, Leah Tahuhu, actually, from the the opposition, said, what size am I? And I said, nine. And she said, oh, I think I've got a spare pair in my kit. So she throws them out to me, and they look like brand new. I've never seen such flat shoes in all my life, never worn shoes like that in our era. So I felt pretty fancy and light-footed. Um, thanks thanks to the opposition Leah um, but yeah I, and then I had to end up fielding and they pretty much said where do you want to go and I said well in close so that um, I can just sort of don't have to run after the ball and if you could have two players in behind sweeping them behind me on the boundary that would be fantastic
1: <laughs>
0: uh, so actually ended up in the hot spot at mid-wicket um, which I actually don't mind um, I usually used to be an extra cover sort of in front of their face all the time yapping away anyway so um, it wasn't too different. and Yeah, I ended up just pulling off a bit of, bit of a scream, a catch. It was a bit of a reaction one, but I know I saw it all the way. And funnily enough, it was one of our ex-players, Kate Anderson. So, um, yeah, it sort of helped lift the team. But, um, yeah, I no, just got that competitive spirit back out there again as soon as I got out there. But, you know, the body's not so willing. So if she'd hit it either side of me, I was a goner.
1: <laughs> Mate, did, did you get the itch? Is there a comeback on the cards?
0: banter going on within the team to put me on um put me on as 13th 14th player however um you know the body isn't so willing as the mind so um i'd be okay if i could bat out there with a runner and um i know in practices uh when we've had to fill the gaps with the coaches are actually allowed to have their softball mitts on so i've been actually fielding with a softball mitt. so um if those are the rules for over 50s i'd be keen as
1: It'd be all about it be all about it, yeah. Did uh, did Leah want her shoes back after you uh, you caught Kate? She was like, "Hang on, <laughs>
0: oh, I see. Oh, god, mate, I hope they're not brand new because I've scuffed, scuffed them up pretty bad." And she goes, oh, "I've only I've worn them a couple of times, so." Uh, I gave them a bit of a clean-up before I got back to them and said sorry for taking the catch. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Quality, Mo. It was a great story. It was a great story. Uh, and uh, good, to, good to see you back out there in amongst the action. We should, we should talk a bit of uh, White Ferns, though, because, of course, there was a team name this morning um, for this Bangladesh series. Uh, only one uh, new name in the team, and that's uh, Jess McFadden. Out of, mm. out of Wellington, uh, wicketkeeper batter. Uh, what do you what do you make of Jess's inclusion in the team? And I, I know she's been sort of in the mix for a while, but hasn't really had too many opportunities.
0: Yeah, look, I think it's great. I think it's well overdue. I know she's been on two tours. She went to the Commonwealth and she went to England, I think it was last year as well, and didn't actually, hasn't even had her debut yet. So... Um, pretty tough to be away on a couple of tours and not give, be given an opportunity. So here it is now, the Bangladesh series. I think she's the only keeper named. I think Izzy Gaze is away in India with the uh, the development team. And um, I know uh, Bernadine and Natalie Dodd and Bernardine because they have been named in the New Zealand eleven to play against Bangladesh. So she's it. And it's fantastic to see that she's been given the opportunity because she's been waiting a, a long time. Um, and she's very talented.
1: She is a talented keeper. She's got runs in her too, which is you know what what the white ferns really do need is is probably a little bit more depth in uh, depth in the batting. Um, mm. So the, they've had named a couple of players for the ODIs only in Molly Penfold and Hannah Rowe, and then Georgia uh, Georgia Plummer and Leah Tahuhu are T twenties only. Outside yeah. of that, the, the squad looks. Pretty settled. Susie Bates, Sophie Devine, Eden Carson, Lauren Down, Maddie Green, Brooke Halliday, Haley Jensen, Fran Jonas, Amelia Kerr, Jess Kerr, Jess McFadden, and uh, and and the rest. Um, I mean, pretty solid, pretty steady, and a, and a good mix of experience and players coming through.
0: Yeah, definitely some good youth coming through, and I think you know, obviously off the back of a successful West Indies tour, they're sticking um, sticking with with the squad that they got, which makes sense. Um, but yeah, you know, really excited for the likes of um, Molly Penfold, probably one of the quickest bowlers around, um, and you know, awesome physique for a quick bowler as well. And then, you know, Eden Carson's developing nicely as well. So there are there are some really good uh, young talent coming through and being nurtured well, but by the older players too. So I suppose it's just um, looking at that succession planning for when the likes of the Bates and the Devines uh, do move on. But also for me, great to see Lauren Down back in the mix after she uh, had a, a wee bit out. Um, but she's definitely one for the future for the top order for me.
1: You, I, I was wondering whether or not with the change of coach um, at, at the White Ferns, and not suggesting that there was any issue with the, with the previous coach, but I did wonder whether or not Amy Satherthwaite might, you know, sort of have a conversation about coming back because she looks far from done.
0: Yeah, well, you never know. Obviously, she's just come off uh, the back of a successful WBBL as an assistant coach, um, when winning with the Adelaide um, team there. so um, And I know she's coming back to play the, um, some of the games around the Canterbury magicians, um, especially the Super Smash stuff. So she hasn't given it away, uh, I know that. But, um, you know, but sometimes a change change does help. And you know, she still has a lot to offer the game, whether it's in a coaching role or as a senior player. So, um, yeah, look, she seems still, still looks very fit. And we are short on left-handed bats. Uh, and it was cricket in New Zealand at the moment, so the only other one at the moment is the holiday. Um and in our Northern Districts team, uh, Yasmin Karim, who's um, a left-handed bat, but there's not many around, so she's classy and got a, got a really fantastic uh, record behind her, so... I don't think, especially in one-day cricket, you shouldn't
1: be saying no to her. No, definitely not. Definitely not. It was um, it was a bit of a surprise that she didn't get selected, of course, uh, or didn't get that central contract. Uh, but what have you made of of Ben Sawyer and, and the changes? I know he hasn't been in the job long, but what do you think he's done in terms of the way that we play the game, approach the game?
0: Yeah, look, obviously it is early days, um, but you know he's got got some good records behind him now, especially with the Western Indies tour. I think he's got a lot different style than um, Bob Carter. Um, He's probably a little bit more sort of laid back in the background um, rather than so autocratic. But, um, look, I know the feedback from the team is that the girls like and enjoy his style, um, and that's really important. Um, And I think, you know, he's really trying to encourage them to play some positive cricket. It's just about trying to get their plans and execution right and uh, being being able to play as a unit for me because I think, Quite often, you'll see our guns playing really well, and other teams like WBBL or the Hundred and stuff like that. But we want them to produce those consistent results for white teams as well.
1: And what about Bangladesh? Um, how how much of a, a challenge do you think this Bangladeshi squad will be? Because they're obviously um, a developing nation as well, and they're in between mm-hmm. World Cup cycles now, so they'll probably be trying a few things.
0: Yeah, I think they've named a couple of new uh, young players, which is which is fantastic. They're ranked ninth at the moment, and um, I think the white fans are ranked third, so there is a bit, a bit of a gap there, but I think the gap keeps closing um, as time goes on. I remember we used, when I first ever played Pakistan, it was like playing an average club cricket team, but it's not the case anymore, and you can see um, the gap is really narrowing. Even the likes of Ireland uh, coming through and, and competing and beating Pakistan is is a good sign for globally for women's cricket that the the gap is narrowing between the minnows and the top top teams. So, um, look, I think, you know, it's 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 foreign conditions for them, so it may be a, a little bit tough, but uh, it's an opportunity for the White Friends to, to really dominate.
1: Mm, yeah, I mean, they should... I mean, if you're in Ben Sawyer, you're looking for a clean sweep of the series, aren't you?
0: I think so. I mean, you'd expect that with a difference in rankings. Um, but I'm sure he'll be trying a few things, you know, it's about giving people opportunities and seeing what they can produce at international level that may not have, and maybe trying a, a few different combinations. So I'm sure the number one goal will be to win series, but also to uh, to help develop and nurture players.
1: Mm. All right, uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about the uh, the Black Caps then. Um, Friday night, boy, af- after the uh, the Indians put on that three oh seven, I thought, well, this is going to be a mm. real challenge. Um, and I, to be honest, wasn't overly confident after you know the last uh, last few series that the the Black Caps have played with the bat. I thought uh, we, we looked shorter runs, but uh, mm. man, the, 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 I mean, where were you on that when you saw what the Indians had posted? Yeah, well, I mean, I was, thought
0: it was a big. Well, but I, I, you know, like Kane Williamson and Tom Latham are two really um, classy players and have a have a huge um, record of being able to bat for long periods of time if they get in. So, um, you know, not, I wasn't actually surprised, but it's great to see that they're able to do it together um, and and produce that winning total under under real pressure. And I think, you know, Kane was coming off a bit of pressure from the T20s as well mm. from the T20 World Cup. And um, you know, I just. I just really rate his response all the time. He's very quiet and unassuming, and, but just gets on with it and shows, so it shows with performance, really, rather than verbally, which is fantastic.
1: I mean, I thought, you know, it was great. It was a pity that he he couldn't get the ton, really, uh, in the end. I mean, mm. that really would have put the, the cherry on the top for him. But I thought watching mm. this, that, that really showed that that form of cricket, you know, the, the 50 over, the slightly longer form, is more his game than the T20, because he does have a little bit more time to get in.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, he'd probably say himself that, you know, he likes to have a little bit more time. But, you know, these days, and even Tom Latham, I was watching um, a little bit of his interview and story um, yesterday when when it was rained out. And, you know, just the ability to be able to adjust from one format to the other very quickly, even within a three or four day period, even from one day to tests, you know, it's a, a, it's a tribute to their ability to do that. And I think he does that well. And, and you know, I think the players like both of them are forever de- uh, wanting to develop their game and, and add shots to their repertoire. So they're never satisfied with um, you know, what they've got in, in their kitty, I suppose. But um, you know, it gives them, I suppose, a bit more encouragement and, and enthusiasm to be able to um, you know, practice a few new shots and add it to their repertoire, which keeps the excitement in the game.
1: Mm, yeah, I am really. I hope they get some more play in Christchurch uh, The forecast isn't looking good though But uh, mind you, uh, you, you would take a win over India Whether it be 1-0 and 2 rained out games any, any day of the week, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, of course I mean the idea was to play and win Because that's more satisfying But um, look, you can't control the weather uh, we, we were just down there yesterday we came back from, uh, from our trip and it was pouring down, but the day before it was fine. So uh, the weather seems really fickle at the moment all over the place. It doesn't actually feel like summer, does it? But um, look, in the end, like you say, you would take a series win any, any day against India, but preferable to play.
1: Yeah, indeed. All right, good stuff, Maya. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. I, I hope the body's not too sore after that day in the field and um, uh, look, <laughs> look, look forward to seeing uh, ND doing well on the field under your, uh, under your management.
0: <laughs> yes, hopefully more from the sidelines I mean, I think an eight over stint was enough for me So yeah, yeah. yeah looking forward to the getting out there again Sort of a couple of weeks off And then uh, after the white friends back into it again
1: Yeah, quality mate Hey listen, really appreciate your time Go well and we'll talk to you again soon eh?
0: No worries, have a great day. Yeah, you too.
1: Maya Lewis there, former White Friends captain with us, now the whip manager of the Northern Districts team. Coming up, it is Smoothie's Cricket Update brought to you by Rasine.